Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter, the radio show that gives seniors and their caregivers some great advice, timely information, and some great entertainment like you heard just right there. Making Our Seniors Matter is a not-for-profit founded by Glenn Cunningham from Real Estate Design for Seniors and Elizabeth Cunningham from Age Friendly Business. On today's show, we have two incredible guests. Up first, Terry McIntyre from Manulife Financial, who is talking about some new legislation in regards to financial planning. You'll want to hear this because it's going to impact the way that you leave money for your kids and people that are in your will. So tune in for that. Following that, we have Dr. Carolyn Teske, who's talking about eye health. And May is Eye Health Month, so we should uh, tune into that. It's going to be a great show. Please stay with us. More Making Our Seniors Matter right around the corner. Do you have an aging parent? Do they want to remain in their home? Since 1994, Retire at Home has been providing the highest quality nurse-managed home care that is personalized to all your needs. Our services extend to workplace and motor vehicle injuries. Your health, your home, your choice. Retire at Home Services. For a free consultation, go to retireathome.com and call your nearest location. Back to making our seniors matter radio heard worldwide, and aren't we excited about that? Wonderful guest, uh, one of our incredible sponsors, a good partner, and a great friend. Terry McIntyre joins the ladies in studio, and Glenn's there too, I'm sure. He is. In fact, he's behind the video camera because we're also bringing video to all of our listeners here at uh, Making Our Seniors Matter. Welcome, Terry. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be back. Well, you know what? Because of you, you've been in the trenches with us since the beginning. You're now supporting our third season, and we're so thrilled to have you. And of course, it's really important for everybody to know that you're an investment advisor at Manulife Securities. So welcome to the show today. Thank you. Very nice to see you, Terry. So our request first question for you today is often people are concerned about leaving as much as possible to their heirs when they're gone but we understand that things have changed and there are new developments can you tell us a bit about that please oh absolutely there's um, quite a few new legislative changes that have come out one of the more important ones is they've changed the role of the executor Mm -hmm. it's become very onerous 90 days you have now after you get a death certificate to file uh, a form with the government. Um, that's quite quick for someone to get on and get going yeah. and that it's not a final, but it's you have to list everything they have in this. Um, and now they have a forward year window of which they can come back and audit you. Wow. And if an audit gets started, now it becomes unlimited until they're finished. So you don't know that you're safe for four years. Someone can come forward. A lot of things can happen. And um, and under that 
you now have personal responsibility. The executor does? Yes. Wow. So I'll give you an idea. If you gave all the money out and someone came back looking for it, or there's taxes, more importantly, is more what happens. If they won't pay the taxes, you're responsible for them. Wow. That's important to, oh, for people to know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, the new little rule that most have missed is no mistake can be blamed on, I didn't know. It's now, if you take the role of the executor, you're to know. And so if you get, say, um, a tax problem and they come back, they want more tax, they will penalize you twice the cost. So wow. now you're going to have to say, I'm not so sure too many beneficiaries are going to want to pay for your mistake. Mm -hmm. They might pay the tax, but twice the tax. So there's a lot on there. And so you've got to really take some time and feel who your executor is and then let them know because you want to find out if they want to do it. Well, and that they're capable and that everyone's so not going to be blindsided. Yeah. yeah, very yeah. important. It's, it's changed a lot. A lot of, uh, I find a lot of clients would say, geez, you know, I didn't know I was going to be the executor. <laughs> and under these new rules, um, you want to take a better look at it. You know, the 90 day one's called an estate information form return. And it's, it's the part that's replacing the old probate. They've turned that into a tax. Right. Lovely. And um, the government's, of course, looking to see, list everything as much as they can and get as much from it as they can. But more importantly, in the past, you just did probate. Now you put this in. That form can be got at by any Crown Corporation, like Reve or Canada Revenue Agency and that, can all cross-reference to it at any time. Really? And so there's no way that someone's not going to catch you from another area. So Terry, it has I, changed I immensely. That there was insurance for executors. Is there such a thing? I anymore? believe there still is. Yes, oh, okay. but so most don't. So so few do it. it it's, right. uh, so um, that might be something even more important now with these changes. Yeah, have a look yeah. at. And yeah. I haven't really looked into that since mm -hmm. this is on, but I certainly will because you want to always advise your clients. Sure, of course. Sure. So Terry, now as a therapist and as a daughter. Um, We've had many conversations. I have conversations with our patients. I've had conversations with my own parents about personal care directive. This is something that's really important to discuss. And we, you know, Dr. Amy Dupuy always talks about essential conversations. In yes. my opinion, this is an essential conversation everybody should have. What are your thoughts on that? Well, that's without a question. Um, taking care of their money with them and that I get to hear all of the things that go wrong or what's not quite right. And you want to be making this decision when everyone can say you were physically and mentally well. Absolutely. So there's no question on it. And then you want to make sure on your final decision that all family members or anybody else included understands your wishes and are in agreement with your wishes. Right. Uh, I've run into more than once, I guess, where they talked to one of their children 10 years ago and said, here's my wishes. And then as they were getting out 10 years later, they're telling the other child something different. Right. And the two children are trying to carry out your wishes. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's trying to keep everybody on the same that's page. That's right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it happens so seldom. It isn't funny. It happens so seldom. One of the things we love about Terry is, is his holistic. And that's only one of the things because there's many things <laughs> yeah. we love about him. But his holistic way in which he practices. Yes. I mean, we're talking of, yeah. he's a money guy, but what we love about him is that he's, he brought this to us and talking mm -hmm. about uh, personal care directives. And, and that matters because it is, he, you do look at the holistic picture. Yeah. Yes. 
So Terry, um, why are the segregated funds then more important? You've said that they are. What, why are they? Well, I wanted to go to just specifically segregated funds today because it helps to cover off a lot of being able to miss paying some taxes, um, get, things done, yeah, get things mm -hmm. done quicker, take more off the executor's plate. Mm. Um, and let's face it, what you're really looking to do is be able to sleep at night. You know, as I've said before, sleepability Love matters. Mm -hmm. yep. And um, so you want to look. And so if you look at segregated funds, if you look, you can put non-registered investments in it and then name a beneficiary or beneficiaries. So you are now bypassing the will. Oh. And oh. it doesn't have to go into the return. It doesn't have to go through uh, the executor. It doesn't have to go over the lawyer's desk because you've named it as to who it it's going to. It goes directly to them. That's right. And Excellent. that makes one big difference when you're looking at it. Um, it's a lot easier to sell your estate, transfer your wealth. Um, there's a very neat part of it, and I've done this for a client, is um, guidance from beyond the grave, as they say. And this particular case, he had a son that was quite the spendthrift. And he was worried, you know, he gets a lump, it's gone. If I give it all to his brother to give to him, he'll hound the brother to death. So we set it up that has, they call it a gradual inheritance strategy. Mm. Really what it is, is an annuity that paid him out for the rest of his life. Interesting. And Very good. he can't get in and commute it and change it to cash. Uh, so from the grave, you've made sure they're being taken care of for the rest of their life. Amazing. Yeah, and, and that's, that's just a huge differential when you have those sort of problems coming up. And you also, I know in our discussions, have talked about it being very timely, really quick, you know, six to eight weeks to settle, which I know just going through a process of settling my dad's estate, you're trying to heal. Mm -hmm. And the emotions are high. Mm -hmm. And having that stress is even on everyone is difficult so the quicker it's done the more sleepability we have and the opportunity to heal oh absolutely and when you're looking at the new rules that you might start seeing executors not want to pay out for four years yeah until they're sure That's it's all scary. settled mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. keep some back right. we don't know yet it's very new rules but so I, I think i would if i was an executor it still comes back to what we've said from the beginning here we want people to be proactive to be prepared while they're healthy while they're thinking straight make your plans let people know what you're doing call a professional speak to them get their advice oh absolutely and i always like people that sit with their lawyer and yeah. accountant if required in this case so that what they're doing makes sense to the plan they have on the other side. We just have to convince everybody not to be afraid to go and ask the questions. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Well, and that's what this show is all about and why I love, I mean, you're coming and telling us about new legislation hot off the press, which is is not easy um, often mm -hmm. for us to find. So yeah. to have this, have you on as a resource to yeah. do that is Up to date information is great. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful, Terry. Thank you so very much for being here today. Is there anything you want to just leave us with? So obviously this is well, one strategy. You have others. Well, absolutely. There are others. I don't think we want to cross them, but not today, more. but another day. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. I, when I was in last time, I talked about income, mm -hmm. and some of those were um, with the segregated funds. But what you also have is a few other bells and whistles that yeah. you get with a segregated fund, like maturity or a death guarantee right. of how much will be there. Um, mm. That's good which, to know. Which is, yeah, quite a yeah. difference. And um, there's 
a lot of investment choices. So it's not you're going to one company. If you go segregated funds are bought through insurance companies, these insurance companies bring in dozens and dozens of outside uh, yeah. money managers to and take options, care of right? their money. Choices. I, I was actually looking at one yesterday for a gentleman, and the one I was looking at had 1,083 choices. Wow, I love that. For That's investment. Great. So it's not Good just stuff. with that one company, but their one product is kind of a shell to get you to where you need so to be. So we, we'd certainly encourage everybody to go out and talk to someone like you and, and find out what their choices are, make those decisions while they can, and let their family know what their decisions yes. are. Terry, always such a pleasure to have you on the show. I learn something every time I speak with you, not just here on the show, but day to day. Thank Thanks you. for joining us, and we know you'll be back as you're a huge supporter. Well, I'm just so happy with how well Making Our Seniors Matters is progressing along. It's just, I'm just so glad to be part of it. Oh, thank you. Thank We're you. thrilled to have you. And we'll be back with more Making Our Seniors Matter in just a moment. again time for another senior scam alert with glenn cunningham and constable claudia wells from the peel regional police service welcome back to making our seniors matter and again i'm here with constable claudia wells of the peel regional police claudia welcome to the show thank you again glenn claudia uh you know one of the things that we're finding more and more of uh, are, are people who are having problems finding a place for their loved ones when they start to run into some memory issues and, and health issues. They're staying in their home, but it's, it's a lot of concern. I know in my business of, of the real estate, we're always concerned about it. We have family members that talk to us about, you know, I'm really concerned dad's going out for walks and concerned about him getting lost, etc. Is there anything that the police department or that the mental health is doing to, to help with that situation. In partnership with the Region of Peel, we have the program called Project Lifesaver. It is not a GPS, it is a radio frequency bracelet that the individual wears. And these individuals have a cognitive disorder such as Alzheimer's, dementia, or autism with the tendency to wander. So um, how the project works is the participant, the uh, possible participant is brought to my attention through my police officers. So they may have attended several calls for an individual who has gone wandering, especially the seniors. Um, they will send me their information. I will send the contact to my partner over at the Region Appeal. She will conduct a home visit or a phone visit to ensure it's an appropriate fit. We will register them to the program. There is a little bit of a fee, $300 for the program and $10 a month for the change of battery cost. But the regional appeal will never turn anybody down for finances. They will assist in paying for the actual registration. But this program is phenomenal where um, we had an example where an individual went missing and we located them within six minutes. Usually wow, our searches six are six to seven hours. This individual, because of the Project Lifesaver equipment, was located within six minutes. So now in, in that case, how did you find out that person was missing? Family member yeah. said uh, yeah. so gone or whatever? Wh whoever, um, yeah, so family member notices that mom has been out for quite a while in her walk. She will attempt their own searches on their own. A lot of times family members will do that on their own initial search. When they find they cannot locate, locate them, they will give us a call. Mm -hmm. 
So what will happen is we will head it up as a missing persons call, but they would advise our communication that this person's on the Project Lifesaver program. And we have a website that's available for our frontline officers and the cruisers that has a picture of the individual and all the particulars that will be in there. So they will pull up that person. The frequency number is identified for that individual personally. So everybody has their own identity. And using the Project Lifesaver equipment, they would put that frequency number in the equipment and they would try to locate that particular individual. Using this so this is all of the, the units, all the cars that are out on the street that have this capability no, no, no. to find that. So story. what? What we only have four. So each division has one case per. So when there's a project lifesaver search, they just go back to the division, grab the equipment once it's been identified that this individual is registered to the program, and they will go out with the equipment. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Now you said that this is something that you get a, a, you get the opportunity to identify that person. Is there any other way? Like, can a family member sure. contact Anybody. you or Anybody. region? Yeah. So they can contact the. Uh, they actually call the region appeal at 905-793-7800. And they can contact um, Erica Opoku at extension 5936. And um, they can ask for the Project Lifesaver program and they will start commence the process for application. So there is an application yeah. process they go through and if it qualifies and they get put onto the system and, and then you're, you're made aware of it as well. Yeah, so once the individual has gone through the initial application and they're deemed to be a participant, the information is sent to me and I put them on our website. Once again, here on Making Our Seniors Matter, good tips from uh, Constable Claudia Wells of the Peel Regional Police. Thank you very much, Claudia, for coming out. And remember, folks, that if you have a loved one that you think maybe should have that Lifesaver, uh, Project Lifesaver, uh, is it a bracelet, uh, Claudia? Yeah, it's, it's a bracelet. A bracelet. Yeah. Uh, then you can contact Peel Region at 905-793-7800. Extension 5936 and ask for the Project Lifesaver Officer. Thank you. Independence matters. Terry McIntyre is a full service investment advisor who researches and advises the best products in all markets, then advises which best meets your needs and risk tolerance. We are all individuals and need to be treated as individuals. Investments, income, and estate planning have become very non-personal at the big institutions. You deserve to work with a professional who crafts investments to meet your needs. Terry McIntyre, investment advisor, Manulife Securities Incorporated. Call 905-896-9060 or go to terrymcintyre.ca. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter. And someone was asking for heat and I turned the heat up. It's very warm, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's a I'm, beautiful day. I'm like this beautiful with the weather day. person. We can yeah. see it beautifully. We can see it beautifully, and it's a good thing because how appropriate. It is a beautiful day, and we can see it perfectly thanks uh, to the experts in the field of vision. It is Healthy Eye Month, and we are honored to have in studio again with us Dr. Carolyn Teske, my holistic optometrist, um, a real passionate supporter of Making Our Seniors Matter, and always welcome back to the show. Thank you, Margaret. I'm thrilled to be back. So it is Healthy Eye Month, and I know that you really are dedicated to education. And I think we should start out by letting our listeners truly understand some of the staggering stats um, that that eye health have on, in our country and the impact that can have on lifestyle. 
For sure. You know, the Canadian Association um, was very keen at putting out statistics for May because it is Eye Health Month. One in seven Canadians uh, develop a serious eye disease in their lifetime. So it's a lot of people. It certainly is. It certainly is. And, and of course, we talk about seniors here uh, on this show. Um, what is the impact as we age on our vision? in terms of stats? You know, vision really somewhat stabilizes in terms of the glasses that you need. Um, but over 40, you are two times the risk of developing eye disease. Over 75, you are three times the risk of developing eye disease. Unbelievable. And really, you know, um, prostate cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and breast cancer all put together is still less than the number of people that have vision loss to some degree in their lifetime. That's a staggering so stat. It is, isn't it? Yeah, that's way more than I had imagined it would be. And we know, we always talk about education here on the show, and, and certainly this is where you're passionate, Dr. Teske. Vision loss impacts every aspect of our life. I mean, certainly it can put us, you know, prone to falls. It can, it can cause, it, it really is a window to our health, is it not? Absolutely. It's important to have eye exams for that reason. For sure. And, and you know, vision, you can assess yourself. Can I read? Can I see? But there's so much more to that that people don't so recognize. So you're looking at people, we're, we're obviously talking about seniors, so you'd like to see a senior every year? Absolutely. For an eye And more health, if needed. More if needed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. So we like to give practical information here on the show and having tips for good eye health. One of the things I love about being a patient of yours and your team is that you really look at eye health holistically. And I know there are a lot of optometrists across, across the country that do, but but there's some that don't. And what do we mean by holistic? We re you really blew me away in your office at really giving me more information than just looking at an eye chart and giving me eye drops. Let's speak a little bit to, to some of the tips that you can give holistically to keep our eyes healthy. What about nutrition? Absolutely. You know, you are what you eat, right? I think <laughs> that everybody says that and, and it's true, certainly in terms of vision. Um, you know, simple facts. Kale's the superfood for eyes right now. Um, Does it you replace know, carrots? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, now so carrots are good too, but kale's say. better. Um, so, you know, like a medium leaf of kale would give you what you need in terms of lutein to prevent macular really? de okay. degeneration. To prevent oh. macular degeneration. Okay. So for all of you at home that don't like kale, um, as I used to say to my dad, rest his soul, it may not taste good, Dad, because he'd say it's green, you know, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a rabbit. Um, if it doesn't taste good too bad, it works and it's yeah. important. And you can you can form kale in other ways. I mean, if Absolutely. you made them into chips, would that take away the... No, not oh, at there all. you go. Not so there you go. Kale chips is on. That's good. So diet's critical. Yeah. Yes. And I know in your office, you've got an eye essentials drink. Um, if people want more information about that, mm -hmm. they certainly to make it simple so that you can have a drink that will support your eye health. Absolutely. That's good stuff. Now, we did talk about eye exams. Um, is that a costly factor for seniors? No, thankfully, under OHIP's umbrella, presently, uh, seniors are covered okay. for everything that they need. So often as you need, but at least once a year. Exactly. Okay. Now, what about smoking, Dr. Teske? Does that have an impact on our eyes? We certainly know the impact on our lung health and cardiovascular system. What about our eyes? For sure. Macular degeneration, we just mentioned, is a leading cause of vision loss over 55. 55. So not really talking about senior seniors now. Yeah. Um, and one of the contributing factors is smoking, um, sun, 
uh, and diet, right? So you really need to be careful. We have a, a family member who has macular degeneration and having watched the immense change in the abilities in his life makes us all very sad because this was a person who used his eyes to build amazing things. So we understand how serious that is, but knowing a little bit more about what we can do preventatively might be hugely valuable. Absolutely. And we're in coming into the spring and we are seeing sunshine. What about UV protection? What role does that play in prevention? Yeah, UV is huge in terms of accelerating eye disease, cataracts, macular degeneration, cancers. So, you know, it means sunglasses, sunscreen, hat, you know, before you really go outside. All of those things. All of those things. All of us, including our children, our grandparents, our parents are more involved with these things now than we ever were. So we play games, we watch TV, we have iPads, iPhones, i everything. We're looking at devices all the time and we spend hours. There must be something we should be doing to, to make our eyes rest a little. What can we do to do? That's what makes that? my job secureless. <laughs> <laughs> we are a device world. We are. Right? We are. So my general rule of thumb for devices is 20-20-20. So every 20 minutes, blink 20 times so your eyes stay hydrated. Oh. Look away 20 feet. 20 feet? Right? So okay. it's break that spasm of staring at that device. Good, right. good. 2020 vision has a like meaning. That. I love that. So 20, <laughs> blink 20 times, stare away 20 feet. And what about the length of time? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So that's not the to 20, stare 20, away. 20. Oh, to right. Not to stare for 20 minutes. Yeah. So oh, every 20 minutes, every 20 blink minutes? 20 times, look away yes. 20 feet. 20 feet. For how long? Just that just break. For, just just that for a break. break. Just okay. that break. Not for 20 more minutes. No. no. That will get the work done at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, that's just... great to know. Good to know. Really important. Now, what about eye irritation? You know, whether it's allergies, uh, infections, you know, injury, what, what can we be doing, especially in seniors? I certainly know <laughs> what a change in, in my health, my, my eye health, when you introduced me to high-low drops. My goodness, that was a game changer for me. What about that? We are so reactive, right, to symptoms, and it really is so much better to be proactive. So Absolutely. by the time you feel irritation, you see redness, your eyes are sore, then we're in a crisis, right, or we're in mm -hmm. trouble. Mm -hmm. So rather than wait until you feel symptoms, then you really should be proactive, and that's why I encourage you, Margaret, to get up, brush your teeth, put your drop in, and your eyes should always feel good. Right? And, and they I do think, indeed. So being proactive makes a big difference. Right. I have diabetes. And for me, that's a big deal with my eyes and, and the rest of my overall health. So a lot of things can be detected by eye exams. Absolutely. Being one of them. Tell you, Diabetes, tell us a little bit more blood about that. pressure, heart mm -hmm. disease, cholesterol, um, cancers, all of those things. You know, the circulation in your eyes is so fragile that we see changes often before patients know. Right. So, you know, the idea would be you can test your vision, you can tell me if you can see, but there's so much more to your eye exam that, um, that maybe you, you don't see, know that, that we can, can help you. Yeah. And that's such a great point, Liz. Thanks for bringing that up. I know coming to your office, I've had a couple of tests that I've not had when I've been at other optometrist's office. Can you speak to just some of the diagnostic testing that you have available in your clinic um, that really can paint a picture at, both for prevention and also for treatment um, to really help? Absolutely. You know, we talked about the downside of using digital devices, mm -hmm. um, but the upside is digital world has changed what I can do. 
So now I can scan the 10 layers of your retina and tell you if disease is coming rather than waiting and being reactive to what I see. So it's almost like an MRI or an ultrasound of your eye. So that's OCT. Um, and of course we can photograph what the inside of your eye looks like. So instead of my words describing, now I've got a JPEG or an image. Um, and it's that kind it's of tech. Fantastic, isn't it? Well, it's such a patient yeah. education tool, which is, is what I love because you as the optometrist can actually visually show me and it's a marker um, and a motivator to want to do something. If we can't, seeing mm -hmm. is believing. And mm -hmm. if we don't understand the impact right. that we're having, some of these things are insidious and we don't know until we're in a crisis. But some of the technology that you offer in your clinic um, really does provide empowerment, I believe, for patients like myself. Thank you. Yeah, our tools are so much better, right? This is my 20th year in practice, and really things have changed dramatically. So gone are the days of the big machine with all of the... Well, we still, we use, still use those that, lenses. But that was pretty right. much all we got, right? Between That's that right. and look at the, flashlights. the same letters that we've been looking at for the last 30 years kind exactly. of thing, without any more to the exam than that. So now it's changed tremendously. So we're going to highly recommend that our senior out there and their families get their eyes tested, find out what their baseline is today or, or how they're doing today and, and especially think of it as part of their overall health Absolutely. as opposed to just about eye health. Absolutely and how it can impact their lifestyle. So one of the things we're really excited to announce here on Making Our Seniors Matter is that we are actually going to have an Insight on Eye Health series that we're very excited. So it'll be a television series that we'll be sharing and we're honored to be able to bring Making Our Seniors Matter into that equation and really talk about um, eye health holistically. Now, Dr. Teske, we're very excited about this because we're all about sharing education, not just for our patients, but for other optometrists and healthcare professionals. Because if we're going to be patient-centered, we need to get media assets out there to educate. Can you speak to some of the partners we have for this uh, project? Because without them, it wouldn't be possible. And, and how you know Making Our Seniors Matter is going to be able to play a big role in this. I share in your passion, Margaret. I, you know, education is is key. I can educate the person in my chair, mm -hmm. um, but with the help of TLC and Dr. Dean Smith and Nikon uh, and AMO, uh, who share our passion for education, we're going to be able to not only teach people in my chair um, and on radio and via making our seniors matter, but thousands, you know, of That's patients fantastic. will access this information, as well as optometrists across the country, which is great, exciting for making our seniors exciting. matter because. Very these media exciting. assets yeah. can be playing in the waiting rooms yeah. um, across true. the country, which is so mm -hmm. exciting. You are always full of such great information, and I know a huge ambassador uh, for making our seniors matter. We really appreciate your uh, expertise and your passion for education. And coming out, I know you ran here from seeing a patient this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Not physically ran. You drove. Uh, she does. She's a runner, though, so well, she might. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so that's healthy, too. Thank yeah. you so much for continuing to support our passion here at Making yes. Our Seniors Matter, just making seniors' lives just a little bit better. We My truly, pleasure. truly appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Stay tuned as we've got more coming your way here at Making Our Seniors Matter. another Making Our Seniors Matter radio show. Thank you for listening. Some incredible guests on the show today. And next week, we have some incredible guests as well. Joining us will be Nicole Triano and Ty Safari from Retire at Home Mississauga South. They've got some wonderful information to share with us. As well as May is um, Vision Health Month. Again, we have another expert. Julie Yim is an eye health vision therapist. She'll be joining us and sharing some great information about keeping your eyes healthy.
So you can tune into Making Our Seniors Matter each Monday at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m., but if you miss it, you can find it on demand or podcast the following day. If you'd like to comment on something you've heard, if you have a show suggestion, if you'd like to make a song request for something you haven't heard in some time, or you'd like to nominate a senior for our Shining Senior Moment, please call us at 1-866-269-6155, toll-free. 1-866-269-6155, extension 3. Making Our Seniors Matter is produced for WOW Radio by Listen Up Talk Radio. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. 